This is a Rooster Teeth production. What's with your fridge? It's just like not a fridge? Like nothing uh, sticks to it and it doesn't make anything cold? Well, it's one of those like <laughs> fancy metal fridges where nothing sticks to it on purpose. And it's not supposed to Why? get like smudgy or dirty or anything. Um, Wait, you bought a fridge that doesn't no, let No, magnet- no, 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 no. I did not buy a fridge. I bought a house mm-hmm. that contained a fridge. Oh. I did not buy this fridge. I would I not have that. bought this 400-year-old GE monogram monster of a fridge that's not quite as big as most of those cool walk-in deep freezer fridges that you see in fancy houses, but definitely big and bigger than a normal one in just the right way so that there's only seven models on Earth and replacement parts for my fridge are impossible because it hasn't been made in 25 years. I would not do that. I agree. Hey, Gavin, did you know that uh, Jeff didn't buy his fridge? It came with a house. Episode 106. Go ahead. Huh. Okay. Did did you buy your fridge, Gav, or did you buy a house that had a fridge in it? House had a fridge. Yeah. I wouldn't, and my point being, I understand that by buying the house, I bought the fridge, but I didn't mm-hmm. buy the fridge. I didn't set out to get this fucking fridge. If I had, I would deserve every bit of uh, schadenfreude coming my way. But I didn't. <laughs> I bought a house. I had no idea that the house was going to contain a lemon fridge. Well, I, I mean, I assume you walked through the house. I'm, I'm sure you realize what the fridge is. What, what's he going to do? Say no to the fridge? Yeah, I hadn't, hadn't any time with it. <laughs> that would actually I didn't, be I, really I didn't know funny. it yet. When you like close out a house, it'd be a very funny specific request of "I want you to take the <laughs> fridge with you." I will it. only, I will only buy this home if you take the fridge. I will, uh, I will also say this is going to sound like uh, this is not. It's not. It's not how it went. It's going to sound cooler than how it went down. But I actually did buy the house without walking through it first. I, I was on vacation in Mexico when it went for sale, and the, mo- the moment it went for sale, Emily saw it and said, look at this house, and I called my agent, and I said, put an offer I, on that house. That's so I insane. had put an offer on the house a week before I saw it. Well, I, I feel like I have less sympathy for you now than if you would have went in and evaluated the fridge. You bought a house <laughs> unseen. You have to, like, that's, that's part of the process. <laughs> I've bought TVs where I've been to Best Buy like 10 or 11 times before I pull the trigger on it. And you just go in a place you got to live. Listen, listen, if the if the Austin TV market was anything like the Austin housing market, I would take that criticism. However, I went I tried to buy 10 or 11 houses that were taken away from me by richer people. That by the time I got this house, I was desperate. I was desperate. I had to extend my lease in the part in the place downtown an extra 8 months because I couldn't find a fucking house. No, that's not true. I found a ton of houses. I found so many houses. I couldn't get anybody to sell them to me. That's I remember fair. being really mad at myself when I bought my first house and I didn't check the attic like i didn't go up into the <laughs> ceiling and i was like how sh- how did i buy a house with basically without looking at one of the rooms i was like i can't believe i did that but well, i guess it's not a common thing to walk a house <laughs> or go to an open house and climb into the loft no but don't you i've never bought a home but i feel like don't you hire the guy that inspects everything and i feel like that's yeah. his job to do yeah, that it's just yeah, it, 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 the, that guy looks for problems, but it's like I didn't, I didn't really even know if there was a space. Like you know, you, you get like a <laughs> an attic that has like it's full of insulation, and you can't really put anything in there. And some are just like completely unfinished, and you can fall through the floor. It's like that was an unknown after I had the keys, and I felt I felt pretty dumb for that. What you're saying is there needs to be a second guy that's just purely there to evaluate vibes. You got the guy that's there for problems, <laughs> and then you have like the a vibe, vibe inspector. I want to be a home vibe inspector, inspector and a vibe so inspector. bad. Oh, vibe inspector would be great. What was the, not to pivot away from this great house conversation? What was the last time you went into a Best Buy to look at TVs? I was uh, thinking about this recently. I bought uh, six months ago. I bought a new TV six months ago. Yeah, Really? Do they still have the TV section of a Best Buy or like any of those places to me feels like the used car salesman area of the store where there's always the insane gimmick TV that they have for display. And that is part of the experience of walking the store. It's so like for a time it was 3D. Then it was curved. Like, I don't know what the current TV gimmick is, but I'm sure that station still exists. I feel like it's important to walk the TV floor because I feel like for me, I've always stood in the middle. I've always been like, I need to get middle of the range. I don't want the dog shit, <laughs> but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pull the trigger on a five figure television. You know, that's yeah. all like the home theater top end. So it's like, I need to know where I stand in the scale by just looking at them and then I'll go and buy it somewhere else typically. 
That makes sense. Interesting. Why do you buy it somewhere else? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, just easier, isn't it? I mean, you you're mean? already there looking at it. I, don't, I can't think of what would be easier than telling the person, I like this TV. I'm just going to buy it from you right now. It seems a lot harder or more effort to go, I like this TV a lot. I'm going to go home and then find another <laughs> place to buy it. Well, chances are it's probably cheaper somewhere else. And also, I have to, if I buy it there, I've got to take it, don't I? I've got to like, put it, no, they'll deliver put it. it in someone's car. I am with Gavin fully. The last TV I bought, they brought it home and installed it for me for free. All right. That's, you know what, that's fair. I think you're probably right. I think Gavin and I are just ignorant to it. I'm going through an experience right now where I'm looking at buying like a deck chair or a couch for the deck, and I kind of want to do it on Amazon just because I know it'll get here, but I plan on going to other places to look at like what's available in the market, but I have no plans on buying it outside of Amazon. But if I can schedule that, also it's a weird issue for me where I don't trust they'll find my door. So maybe that's specific to my, <laughs> my living situation, but... I also, Andrew, I completely and totally agree with you about the TV section of Best Buy. It feels like, and I don't know if this <laughs> is a reference you'll even understand, but it feels like the spiritual successor uh, to Circuit City, which was a oh, store yeah. from a different, different age. Yeah, that's well, we had Best Buy was kind of a later edition. We had Future Shop in Canada originally, mm. but I feel like all those stores have to be united in the TV that costs way too much money with the shitty couch that's set up in front of it and them trying to convince you that this is the future when there's no way it will be. Yeah. I like that, that Nick saying it's apparently the picture frame TV. I have never looked at a TV and thought, I wish this didn't look like a TV. That's such a uh, strange gimmick for me. I totally buy. I'm totally into that picture frame <laughs> TV idea. Are you? <laughs> Completely. Because a picture frame looks it, that like Nick says, it looks great. It looks so great. So it's a TV you have to keep on. Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I just think it's supposed to look like you're, it's supposed to be classy. It's supposed yeah. to be like, look at so this picture frame. When you turn it off, it looks like an empty frame. You know where you can, you know where you can <laughs> check one out? <laughs> no, it's like you have like a screensaver going, so it looks like a painting or something. Yeah. So you never right, so you keep it on. Sure. No, it just seems so wasteful. If I'm not in the room, I don't need it to look, I don't need it to look like art. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. But it's nice to hide a TV, which looks like a big fucking... Like, I don't know. I get it. I, I'm totally I'm totally pro. As a matter of fact, if you go into the STF office at the day job, they have one. Uh, I mean, they made their, made it themselves. It's not like a purchased one. But it looks great. It looks well, fucking why great. Why do you want to hide the TV? It's like, what, what's, what's it looks the furniture going to point nicer. at? It's still, it looks like it's pointing at a cool piece of art. Like a, or like a picture <laughs> of your granddad. I feel like you need a specific outlet situation, too, because no picture frame has a cord that just runs from the bottom. <laughs> like, as soon as you get cords in, the illusion is ruined. Well, hopefully, if you're putting a TV on the wall, you're hiding the cables. Well, the power outlets, they're always low. I very rarely see a mid-level power outlet. I feel like you got to reach for that. You can't go wireless on the power outlet. What happened to those TVs, by the way, just playing like a film or something? Like something that I'd actually watch. Like when, when do you buy a TV and think, I'm going to watch some extremely high frame rate apples bounce off a wet table? Like nobody's watching that. It's oh, all, you don't. It's all, uh, pap. it's all like demo footage. What, watch you something you real on there. You had me at apples, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember it always being weird action movies, like ultraviolet, like a movie nobody would actually sit down and watch or buy, <laughs> but like, it's HD. We'll buy this. <laughs> Somebody was convinced to buy a curved TV because of ultraviolet, and what a mistake that was on several fronts. Not a fan of the curve? I just, I've never experienced it, and I don't trust that it in any way makes the experience better. I do feel like the curve fad is over. Yes. I feel like it's over for TVs, but it's still around for monitors. Because mm. I, uh, oh yeah, that would make sense. I do, I, I was about to say, I just looked over to the right and I do have a curved monitor. So I guess, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm into curved monitors, but I only got it because Alfredo told me to buy it. What about curved fridge? Dude, I Ooh. would like any fridge. Just I'll take any fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to feel like my fridge is hugging me. I want the doors to come out <laughs> wide. I want the wrap around. Yeah, well, you bought your house without going inside. Um, would you recommend that as a process? Uh, it worked out well for me. Um, okay. I mean, eventually I did. So basically the way it works, if you don't know how to buy a house or how one buys a house, if you, you see a house you like, you put down earnest money. And it basically is like, I'm going to put down like 500 bucks or whatever. And then I have like a, an option period where if I just change my mind within the seven day option period, I get my 500 bucks back. No big deal. If I don't, uh, then I got to buy the house. And if I back out later, then they get the 500 bucks. It's like an insurance to keep people from uh, just like 
I don't know, like claiming houses. They don't like, I'm going to, I'm going to put money down on these seven houses and then I'll buy one of them. Right. Although I assume so people you, do that. You weren't fully committed. Yeah. So worked. I put the earnest money down and I entered the option period. And then when I got home from my vacation, I immediately went and looked at the house and then, mm. and then I walked to the house and, and I was totally, uh, I was totally on board at that point. So it's like making a reservation, like a paid reservation. Yeah. It's like a paid reservation. There you go. Got it. Interesting. <laughs> I guess uh, I guess we started the podcast at some point. Oh, intro. <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I think hey, Eric did the intro this week, but oh. I just didn't, I didn't realize we'd even started. Did you guys have any? What, like, what do you guys want to talk about today? I had one situation that happened where, you know, like those those things were like, it felt very f- face where I was just doing a pretty casual thing and then it escalated into much worse to like a dumb dilemma. I guess first the story begins. I fell down the stairs and not not many. <laughs> Oh, I fell God. down. Hold on. Hold on. Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, uh, my, yeah. My, my legs were. <laughs> I fell down a stair. Stairs is, is is an exaggeration. I was trying to step. I was trying to step around my cat when I had a bunch of things in my hands, and I was unsuccessful. And my cat is totally fine, but I was not. I had both legs were very sore. So this was like a few you days. Stairs and hurt your legs. <laughs> yeah, like I landed weirdly, and then I hurt I hurt my one leg, and then I was overcompensating on the other leg because of that leg, which then resulted in both legs being sore. But it it's fine. Now, did you um, stumble and then catch yourself, or did you go down? I stumbled, and then I, I kind of like landed into the couch. So it wasn't the worst thing, but it was really the stumble was the issue for the, the leg that was hurt, <laughs> and then resulted in a double. You can make um, it from the stairs to the couch, like just jumping? It's it's very narrow. I mean, when you guys are here, you'll see it's not much of a distance. <laughs> it was like I kind of fell forward. I got like one step forward, and I could make it largely to the couch. Um, it's a small room. That, that walk at air. It's a weird, this house is shaped so weird. I can't wait for you guys to see it. I, I so, cannot wait to see it. There's no so, way it's going to meet my, my mental picture. <laughs> no. I think you living in like a spiral shoe or something. <laughs> so I had that happen and I hurt both my legs and I couldn't sleep. I was having terrible. Do you, uh, do you need me to send you more bubble wrap? Are you running low? No, I'm good. Bubble okay. wrap honestly would have been helpful, but no, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks. So I, I, I was like, I can't sleep. My legs feel really tight. I'm going to have a nice bath and I'm just going to rest. I'm going to enjoy this and just maybe like it'll loosen up my legs a little bit. So, so I have a bath. It's now 3 a.m. And uh, there are my, my bath is also shockingly a weird shape. There's a little shelf on the side of it, but it's super narrow and it's filled with shampoo bottles that my partner uses. And one of them is fucking massive. It's like a brick. So and I always knock them over constantly. But it's 3 a.m. I don't want to alert or disturb anybody, so I'm climbing out of the bath, and as I'm climbing out of the bath in complete darkness, I go a little too far back, and I feel my ass hit all three of the bottles. <laughs> Mainly one. We have one that's like center with my ass, and the other I just know are there. So I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do? So I hold this like kind of crouch position, and then I pin all three like I'm a wrestler. I'm putting all my pressure on my ass on these bottles on the wall. And I slowly reach around to try to grab what I can. So I'm able to grab two of the three. The other one is like center with my ass. And so I grab them. And as long as it's the brick one, like one of the two, I'm good. I can let the other ones fall. It won't be like a fucking stone being thrown through. (laughs) Like it's so loud whenever it falls. So I pull pull the other two forward and it's the two small ones. Like, of course, it's the two small (laughs) ones. So I'm like, fuck, I can't reach this. I'm going to knock this. Like, what do I do? It's in the middle of my ass. So after a few minutes, I decide I think I can clench this. This is a heavy weight. Come on. But I Come think on. I think I can do this. Because I don't know what else to do. I don't want to make a loud noise. <laughs> so I clench I clench the brick as hard as I can. I'm just squeezing so hard. And I'm so <laughs> nervous that if I move away from the wall at all, it will fall and just everything will crash and it will be pointless. So I squeeze. And I slowly inch away. And as I inch, nothing's falling. So I feel great about it. And then I put my hand back and I don't feel the bottle. So I think, holy <laughs> shit, I've actually clenched this thing. Now what do I do? Because I have the tallest tub in the world. It's like doing Wait, a fucking... You say you can't tell whether something's clenched in your ass or not. I am like you clenching. had to feel with your hand. Uh, no, you, I was you, no, I was feeling back because I was clenched so hard and I had been in the tub a while. Like I just didn't have, I didn't trust myself. It was the dark. I was so paranoid. I just couldn't tell. 
I was nervous. I was clenching <laughs> harder than anyone's ever clenched before, Gavin. This is a tight, this is an anaconda-like grip in my ass with this bottle. So I'm, I'm squeezing, and then I'm stuck because I can't get over the top. I'm thinking, like, if I lift my leg, I will undeniably release clench, and I can't, like, it falling at that point. So I stood at 3 a.m. I'm standing naked in my bathroom in the dark with a shampoo bottle clenched between my ass, wondering how am I going to get out of this? So I start, I decide, I just have to go for it and hope. So, what are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't want it. Would, the it would visual make, is the most insane thing I've ever It's one of those large L'Oreal bottles. I really didn't want it. I would feel so bad if I woke someone up. So I, I like hunch over, I get low, and I start lifting my leg, and every inch my heart is racing faster and faster because I'm like, this bottle's gonna fucking fall. This bottle's gonna fall. It's gonna fall. And I eventually get halfway over, and the clench is so loose, and no noises happen. I'm like, there's no fucking way that I clenched this thing. There's, it would have fallen by now. So I just step over, and uh, I turn the light on. I look, it's just on the wall. I never had it. I just stood. <laughs> I stood for like five minutes, clenching my ass in my bath for no reason, terrified that I was gonna drop this thing that was never there. I think when I I think when I pressed, when I did like the wrestler press on the wall, I just pushed it into a place where it wouldn't fall. Like it was fine. And I, so I did all of that process. For nothing. There was no issue of it falling. I was all good. So then I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot, but at least I could talk about this on the show. So I sit at my desk and I have, I have a drink and I'm like kind of laughing about what has just happened. <laughs> you know, those like little, those like grocery bags that are, they're like cloth, like they're super light, they're small or whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to go into bed now, but I have one of those in my way. I'm just going to get rid of this. I'm just going to throw it out of my path. So I grab it and throw it without like, it's one solid motion. And I remember I put a heavy candle in the bag <laughs> earlier that day. So after all that effort, I threw a fucking candle against the wall immediately. And it just rattled out like all of that. It was so fucking loud. I did all that effort to be quiet, realized how dumb I was, sat down and then just threw a heavy candle at the wall immediately. by accident. So that was my weekend. That was Sunday, I want to say. I th that was a highly entertaining story, but the most entertaining might have been li listening to Gavin f absolutely lose it. It's that you don't know something's in your ass. I would, I, would, I would have. What would you have done in that situation, Gavin? I guess. I mean, I think I probably would have navigated it more uh, sveltly than that. But uh, I, I, I would. I guess you could have just clinched it all the way to the bed and just gone to sleep with a shampoo bottle in your butt. I mean, I would never go that far. As soon as I was out of the, that was actually a thought I had of how do I, if this is clenched in my ass, how do I drop this? Like, do I have to go to the bed and then release there? What is the quietest mechanism for doing it? In other situations, I have a great awareness of what is and is not in my ass. But it was just the stakes. <laughs> the stakes were high, Gavin. Well, I mean, think about it. It's pitch black. You're in pain. It's three in the morning. You're half asleep. You've been in the water for a while. This You're essentially coming out of a sleep deprivation tank or a sensory deprivation <laughs> tank, right? That's so you're exactly probably right. all discombobulated right now. Yeah. I had that happen recently. I fell asleep in the tub. Like, sometimes I'll fall asleep and have, like, a little 30-minute nap. I How can one person have... so? We could write a book with stories from that single room. It's, like, the, the most I, important place in your entire life. I can't believe we're still learning more guy. about the bathtub. Like, I thought we we understood everything there was to know about yeah, the bathtub. I didn't even know about the shelf. And that it's no. taller. But wait, it's, are you saying, like, we it's can have you go in there now and shove the L'Oreal in your ass and see if you can feel the difference? I definitely oh, yeah. could feel the difference in this context. Do you want me to, do you want me to drop the L'Oreal like it normally would and see if it comes across? I could do yeah. that. It's fucking yeah. loud. Yeah. Yeah. Drop it from your ass cheeks, though. <laughs> We should do a we maybe we should say we maybe should's not the right word. We could do like an ass Olympics oh, no. where we all oh, stick no. shampoo bottles in our butts and then we see who can walk the farthest. Do the obstacle course, how many flights of stairs you can do. Oh, it sounds like shit. it didn't go well. Why is Andrew yelling, oh no? <laughs> didn't go Probably well. Probably shot fucking shampoo all over his house. You, do you think From if, his ass? Do you think if it was in his ass, he tells his partner that shampoo was up his ass, or does he just 
pretending. <laughs> maybe it's like uh, maybe it's like the way it works in my house, and my girlfriend finds out when, if, and when she listens to the podcast. What when her stuff's been in your ass? Yeah, like what? Just anything. <laughs> Did that come through at all? Yeah, well, well, that was great. <laughs> so I went to tilt my mic so it would be facing more with the bathroom, but it's on this stand. I'm on a shitty like little table. And the mic is too heavy for the table if you put it at different angles. So I twisted it and the whole table started to fall over. Oh. So I was trying to juggle the table. So that wasn't the sound of shampoo. Well, there was a second sound after that. I don't know if that picked up. Oh, okay. I'm unsure. It was very loud, though. Anyway, I fell asleep in the tub recently. Yeah. And typically, if I have a little nap, it'll be like 30 minutes. Nice little 30-minute rest of uh, soaking or whatever. Uh, I fell asleep, and it, I was in there for six hours. <laughs> I woke up. It was six hours later. Wasn't it, it freezing? Was uh, I was not cold. The issue was my feet were in incredible pain. They pruned <laughs> so hard. At first, I was like, this is fine. I'm going to be like, this is a little annoying. Maybe I go back to sleep. Let's get another hour. Uh, but the pruning was so bad that I was like, nah, I should really, I should really, I need to deprune. So like I got out of the bath and my foot was, they were both super pruned and not good. They hurt so much. And so I'm like Googling what is going on. I learned that there's a thing called trench foot, but I don't think I had that. It'd be the least deserved way of getting trench foot is just having a little nap in the bath. Trench foot that fast. I don't know. No, 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 no. It was all extended, but that's just why I was trying to find things. So they de-pruned throughout the day. But I've been in his own bathroom. That happens. To, that was like shit that happened to soldiers in World War One, man. Well, I I searched. My feet are very pruned. <laughs> well, I was trying to determine how long it would take for the deprune to happen. So you were you just too scared to stand on the pruning? No, I stood and it hurt a lot on both feet. Like every step hurt. And then I was laying in bed and it still hurt. They were still the prune hurt. So I do you think Googling. you weighed like fifty pounds more from all the water? I don't know. Why are my legs so heavy? <laughs> oh, they're too hydrated. The important thing to remember with the shampoo bottle story, you're going back because you're, you're judging me on that, Gavin. <laughs> you fell down the stairs recently or a stair recently. You got to remember your mobility is not 100%. Your legs are sore. It's like you got two clamps on your feet. Right. Your, your movement is restricted. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So are you walking around okay? How are, how are we doing? Are you able to get out to the bagel shop? Yeah, I'm good. They decided to take a long weekend on Sunday. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go on Sunday. And because it's Monday was a day off today or mm. yesterday in Canada. So they gave their staff a long, long weekend, which is awesome. and so well deserved. But I was it has become Wednesday through Sunday have become my favorite days of the week just because it means I can go to that shop. I love it so much. It's great. So it was it was uh, unfortunate to be like, oh, no, I can't go tomorrow. I plan on going on Sunday. But outside of that, I'm good. You go to the bagel shop. I'm all set. You about ready for that marathon then? Uh, you know, we still got a few <laughs> weeks left in the redemption year. This is 106, right? He's still got his legs on the draining board. <laughs> Speaking of redemption year, man, the com comment leavers are loving you right now for the Greg thing. <laughs> yeah, I saw somebody. I thought they made such a funny comment. I wish I remembered who did it. But someone said the, the, the person that said that saying Greg from finance is not the same as Greg in accounting. Or I think I flipped it there. But Greg in accounting, not the same as Greg in finance is like saying the answer wasn't Superman. It's Kal-El. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I read that one. The one that I was going to point out and why sometimes I really love the comment leavers. There were two comments this week that just I wrote down on my phone because I loved them so much. Uh, one was a person who said, uh, in the podcast, Eric mentioned we need a stronger verb than salad creaming. <laughs> I, I, I propose we call it gregging, which I fucking love. <laughs> like, you've really fucked up if you greg something. Yeah. It's, it's uh, <laughs> and the other one that I thought was funny, which was totally different. But uh, somebody said we should make an Alexa prayer candle, which I thought was pretty funny. That is funny. <laughs> I, there was one other comment I saw where somebody brought up that, like, yeah, my brother used to invent rules as we went so he wouldn't lose. And I, I was like, I didn't do that. I just didn't vocalize them. Like, I see where you're coming from. That's, that was my fault. I should have I been clear from the beginning. That's where I fucked up. I, I understand, like, the fluster and, like, the, oh, which way do I go with this? But I feel yeah. like everyone would have gone the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think a different day I would have, but I had spent so much time the night before thinking about 
how long should I give you guys? How this will be like, maybe we'll amp it up a little bit. This will be exciting down the stretch. And you just got it immediately, instantly. I was not prepared. I did not consider this possibility. It was a very good hint. I got I, a text. <laughs> I got a text Go today from uh, our friend James Buckley, who listens to this podcast. Who is, oh, uh, is, in, is Buckley listen to this podcast? Yeah, yeah. He was in the in between us, and uh, he just texted me today saying, "What is Andrew Panton?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we've been trying to figure out for 106 fucking episodes, and I don't know we're any closer. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> oh man, I did something today. If if you guys don't mind, I did something today that I haven't done in a really long time. It almost feels like too long when I realized how long it had been since it happened. Uh, it's sock related. No, no, oh. bicycle related. <laughs> oh, bike related. That's yeah. that was a great guess, Gavin. You're good it at was guesses. Great. Was it gentle ghost? No, Ooh. but I did wreck my bike today. Oh, what? I haven't, wait, I haven't wrecked wait. my bike in so fucking long, and I did today for sure. Time out. Is this the new bike that you've been waiting months for? Or no, no, this... no, no. I don't okay. have the new bike yet. No. Okay. It's uh, That's an important so the way it worked is, you know, I had all those issues with my bike uh, when it was exploding on me and stuff, and uh, <laughs> that's why missiles. I bought a. <laughs> Eric's like, I saw you four hours ago. Well, two hours ago, I was on the ground. Well, actually, I wasn't on <laughs> the bike. Was. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> did you so, get yeah, your mittens knocked between? <laughs> no, no mitten knocking. I'm fucking great. I, I feel great. Uh, well, 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 okay. So, I'm a little sore in the shoulder and neck area from the wrenching, but uh, I don't have any scrapes or anything. Uh, because I, I pulled it off quite well. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, Andrew. So, I bought that new bike in like January or whatever. So, sure, of course, I don't have it yet. And when I called to find out when I would get it, they were basically like, go fuck yourself. We'll give it to you when we feel like it. So I don't know. It, uh, sometime around that, hopefully, but before I get the fridge, I'll get uh, the new bike. So uh, yeah, I, I, uh, the goal when I bought the new one was that like I just won't ride this other bike that has tried to kill me a few times. But then when my butt stopped hurting and I honestly, I started to put on the, the, some weight for being too idle, I was like, I dusted off the bike and got it working again. And, and it's been a really reliable bike uh, to this point. Um, Today, I was just like, it was one of those times where like I was going down the hike and bike trail and it's uh, it's like gravel, you know, and I just I just caught an edge. I wasn't going fast. I was going like maybe 14 miles an hour. I caught an edge and I was just like about to turn right into a street. And then suddenly the bike, I just looked down and I felt the bike get taken away from me and everything would happen in slow motion. And the, my handlebars kept going further and further out. And then the next thing I knew, I was just running with the handlebars. And then the handlebars just got taken away from me. And then I just kept running. And I never <laughs> fell down. The bike oh, slid across the street. What? And I just kept running. And then I just did a little turnaround. And I went back over to pick my bike up. Like, fucking cool as shit. And I look up. And there are five people on bicycles staring at me. And I go, oh, hey. And one of the guys goes, that was really fucking cool. And I go, oh, thanks. Yeah, that worked out okay. And the other one was like, wow, that was almost bad. And then they just rode away, and I just got on my bike, and I kept riding. I couldn't do it on purpose. In, in no. a, a million tries, I couldn't, I couldn't pull it off. Why is it that whenever you describe you on a bike, I can never wrap my head around the physics of it? Like yeah. when you were describing the jump, like what, everything you just said, I don't know how, I don't know what you said. So I was so riding, and then the bike hit hit an edge of like gravel, and it just swung out from under me to the left. And then the bike just went out in front of me, and then suddenly I just wasn't on it anymore. I was just running have, like, it, like it fell out from under me. And we gotta uh, have all of our animators animate what they yeah. think happened. Here's the weird thing, right? I get back on my bike, and I go, and I'm riding it, and I realize, yeah, I ripped it. I mean, I like I really wrenched my shoulder or my neck, so I assume I'll be miserable tomorrow. But I'm, you know, it's not bad yet. And, uh, and I'm riding and I can't, I can't explain it and I can't, I can't point to how, but my bike is better. Like Wait. I wrecked, <laughs> like the wreck tuned my bike up. It's like, what? it was faster. It was easier to pedal. It was smoother. It was, it felt tight, like felt more fluid. I don't know how to describe it other than the bike that I got back on is probably 30% better than the bike I laid down. <laughs> and I did not hit my head. I promise. No, and Nick's asking if I hit my head. I don't understand it. But I was, I was in disbelief. I, I didn't trust it. I was like, something clearly is like been stretched and is about to break because this feels too weird and too, like I checked all the gears and everything. And 
But no, I drove, an, uh, you know, this happened mile 12 of a 22 mile bike ride. So I had another 10 miles and it just like, it just, it was just great. Like the bike is great now. Do you think you accidentally swapped bikes with one of the people who was watching? <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh yeah, my bike's purple now. Didn't you? It used to be black. I don't know why. <laughs> Do you think, Gavin, that any of the people that observed Jeff doing this could describe it better than Jeff did, or would it be equally well, confusing if we? Yeah, heard I think their they could describe it. it better because I asked Jeff. I said to Jeff that I didn't understand it. <laughs> he explained it again in the exact same way. <laughs> My brain I mean, I don't just know what, immediately what fills with know. like a Jackie Chan stunt. Like Jeff starts it, and then I just imagined it's Jackie Chan, and it kind of makes sense <laughs> in my head. Man, Jackie Chan's coming for Keenan and Cal in, in most mentions. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, have you? I never looked at that. I saw that there was a list. Is it Keenan and Cal have the most mentions? Oh, is there a list? What's the list? What, I think somebody there was like a. It was on the. Face subreddit i saw I thought, like a celebrity mentions yeah on. i thought you mentioned it in that context i did too that's why i'm uh, no I thought, just, <laughs> you just coincidentally mentioned well that because as a, we there are some people who come up all the time and i just thought it's probably keenan and cal up to this point but you didn't there was literally like a list like, that was posted a day before that was that premise before you said it so i just assumed that you had looked at the list no yeah i don't, I don't use reddit where is this i want to see it Ugh. i don't <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking what you said as fact, as like researched fact, yeah. not just that your Same. gut, like, yeah, that's wild. I was instantly happy that you clicked on that list and you could answer <laughs> questions for us because I hadn't had a chance to yet. <laughs> that's incredible. Ever heard of data brokers? They're the middlemen collecting and selling all those digital footprints you leave online. They can stitch together detailed profiles, which include your browsing history online searches, and location data. They then sell your profile off to a company who delivers you a targeted ad. No biggie, right? Well, you might be surprised to learn that these same data brokers are also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. I, for one, don't want the tax man showing up at my door because of some search I did on my phone. So to mask my digital footprints, I protect myself with ExpressVPN. One of the easiest ways for brokers to aggregate data and tie it back to you is through your device's unique IP address, which also reveals information about your location. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden. That makes it much more difficult for data brokers to identify who you are. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of network traffic to keep your data safe from hackers on public Wi-Fi. That's why I have the ExpressVPN app downloaded on all my devices phone, computer, and even my home Wi-Fi router. All I do is tap one button to turn it on, and I'm protected. It's that easy. So make sure your online activity and data is protected with the best VPN money can buy. Visit expressvpn.com face right now and get three extra months free through my special link. That's expressvpn.com, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash face expressvpn.com slash face to learn more. I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Believe me, this podcast started out selling t-shirts, and today, we're selling bread clips. And I'm not stopping there, because success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed, from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and in-person sales, gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash face, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. 
Grow your business with Shopify today and go to shopify.com slash face right now. Shopify.com slash face. You like putting your tongue in someone's something? Like having someone's mouth on your bits? Well, so does Tushy, the modern bidet company, which is why they're celebrating National 6-9 Day, June 9th. Tushy, the modern bidet company, is celebrating National 6-9 Day, June 9th, by offering Tushy Classic Bidets for $69 when you purchase two or more. Only on June 9th, Tushy will be offering their classic modern bidet attachments for $69 only. 6-9 Day is Tushy's biggest sale of the year, so don't miss out on 30% off. Tushy Classic Bidets are only $69 when you purchase two or more on June 9th only. It's time to get ahead on your head game with the help of Hello Tushy's line of bidets. Want to give as good as you get? Check Hello Tushy's bidet attachment for 6-9 Day. Hello Tushy's got your ass covered with their bidet attachments, but now they want to know what that mouth do. Hello Tushy is celebrating all things 69, the horizontal tango, the tongue twister, the mouth in the cell, whatever you call it. Keep the dirty stuff clean with the help of a Tushy bidet. When was the last time you gave your partner something truly memorable? Make them, oh Jesus Christ, HelloTushy.com for their national 6-9 day sale. Hello Tushy bidets are the secret on everyone's lips and the secret to the best national 6-9 day ever. When we say anyone can put this shit together, we mean even your parents. They figured out 69ing in the 80s so they could do this too. Hello Tushy 3.0 attaches to their existing toilet with no electricity, extra plumbing, or tech support, FaceTimes, and cuts the toilet paper use by 80%, so the Hello Tushy bidet pays for itself in a few months. Give the, uh, the gift... Give not the idea, you don't need the idea, the idea is already in your head. Give the gift of a clean butt on June 9th. Go to hellotoshi.com face and enter code promo, enter, <laughs> this is falling off the rails, enter promo code 69 to get 30% off. Hellotoshi.com face. Actually, I have a question just before, okay. before we pivot. Gavin, what type, would you, would you identify the big bad wolf as a werewolf? The big bad wolf from... Red Riding Hood? Red Riding Hood, yeah. Would you think of them as a werewolf? I just thought it was a wolf. You did? Okay. Well, that's that's less... Comp- I was playing the Family Feud <clears throat> game, and the question was things the wolf wouldn't want to find in the basket. And I put silver bullets, and I thought it was absurd that that was not <laughs> on the board. And it then turned into a realization that I've just assumed it was a werewolf <laughs> but it was this entire time. <laughs> yeah, because Jeff brought up a great point. It talks. So I've yeah. just kind of assumed, I feel like that the wolf in the Big Bad Wolf does not feel just like a Big Bad Wolf. Feels like it, a werewolf. Dude, it talks, huh. it stands on two feet, and it dresses up in clothes and shit. <laughs> that, is, that is 100% werewolf behavior, and I completely support you in this. Area. I just thought it was an anthropomorphic wolf. I, I've always thought werewolf. It's wild to me that anyone would think otherwise, but I, right, I guess well, that makes sense. Eric is with Gavin. Uh... I mean, I get that it's a normal wolf, but I can I completely can understand what where Andrew would get werewolf because the distinction is like I mean, and to be honest, who knows if there's a prequel uh, to the story that's, that's true. that explains that it is a werewolf? But I but so it sounds like we're two two. <laughs> so I would love to. Oh, never mind. Nick answered normal talking wolf. All right. Well, uh, you and I are on the losing side of this one. <laughs> I just yeah. What if what if Skyrim DLC was like a prequel to Red Riding Hood? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was the DLC vampire? I think Werewolf were in the base game. All right. I don't know. I never, I never played those games. Never got into. You never played Skyrim? I played it a little bit. I, I just, I don't know. The scene, the like, the setting of it didn't, didn't appeal to me at that time. I'm sure if I revisited it, I'd have a lot more fun. Too cold. Too cold. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, the same with Fallout Three? I walked out of the vault and I was like, "Holy fuck! This is. There's a lot to do here. I can do any of it." I don't want to do any of it because it's too big. And then I just didn't play it again for like a year and a half. And then I, I eventually gave it another try and I enjoyed it a lot. I fell in love with that game, but I was so overwhelmed by the open world of it. Oh, it's great. I just don't, the setting of Skyrim wasn't appealing to me. So it just, it didn't, it was overwhelming and I didn't really like the design of the world initially. So I never got sucked into it, but I'm sure, as I said, if I revisited it, I'd have a lot of fun. I mean, it looks a lot better now than it did then as well. So maybe you'll just enjoy it more. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it's the game that I started 
and and walked away from the most of my life. Like I've probably paid the first 10 hours of that game 15 times. You're like, oh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to go through it this time. And you get in and you're like, yeah, this is fun. I remember how to play it. And then you set it down and you come back like a week later and you're like, how do these controls work? Ah, I got to yeah. start over again. God damn it. Yeah. Inventory games are hard to get back to because you don't, you have to, you spend like the first hour looking through your own pockets trying to remember where you got shit and what you were doing with it. Yeah. That's, I fell off of Elden Ring. I didn't play it for like three days in a row. So that's, mm. it's impossible to play again. <laughs> three days. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's back to Jim's of War. Andrew, I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, when you fell asleep in the bath for six yeah. hours, uh, was was your back wet? Um, because sometimes partially... you had that problem with the seal where it like you dam up no, the back yeah, of the bath. Yeah, right? No, no, it was largely dry. I would say I was sitting upright. I was, it was very as snug as snugly put in. It was a tight little squeeze. It was good. What if you drowned? No, I don't. I I, I physically couldn't for how the tub is <laughs> and how I sit. <laughs> I'm telling you, it it could not physically happen. It's an impossibility that it would happen. I bet we could drown you. I, I, you could drown me. I could not drown myself for how I fall asleep in that tub. Mm. Could not happen. I've, I've slept. I have a long history of taking little naps in tubs. There are some dangerous <laughs> ones for it's a sure. Place to sleep. Oh, it's just so relaxing though. I mean, Gavin, you talk about how it's hard to visualize me falling, uh, my, my bike falling out from under me. I have trouble understanding how Andrew is like maintaining a seal, sitting up, falling asleep, getting pickled toes, yeah, and, like shoving, and shoving four shampoo bottles up his asshole all at the same time. <laughs> it's not four. It was, it, it, was one, it, was, it was about the size of four. I'll give you that. I couldn't do four. I think I could genuinely, normal size L'Oreal bottles... Two and a half. I think you could fit the L'Oreal ball in your ass. Oh, I could, without a doubt. A hundred percent just by itself. Yes. Absolutely. Because you're worth it. Uh see, see what you did there. Put that in the joke book. Put do you still have your joke. book? I sure do. I wish I knew where it was, or else I'd read it. I'd tell you some great joke that makes no sense. We should have one one joke from that book a year, I think. That one a year? <laughs> what would be the joke day? What would be the thing that like, oh, it's joke moment. Dude, I feel like that has to be an event. Like every certain episode per year. What about after every redemption? After every redemption year? Are we saying there's multiple redemption years? Well, every individual redemption. Well, there has to yeah. be multiple redemption years, actually, yeah. because you've not redeemed <laughs> yeah. yourself on all the stuff that you were supposed to this year. Because you didn't get it all done in the redemption year, so we've got to have an extension And period. if I keep doing things like Greg and accounting, I'm going to have constantly new things to redeem for. Like the list will just continue to build. I'm not going to run out of things that require redemption based on my history with this show. Unfortunate, unfortunately, I agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> do you think, do you think if we, I may be designing in my head right now an, a product for one, but would it be cool if we had a sign that said like, a, a blank number of days since your bike wreck and I could fill it in? And I could add yeah. it up every day. Oh, and then I could great. be like, oh, I made it like 105 days before my next bike wreck. You just designed our third sign. Well, <laughs> it's pretty, but it's, this, very, it's a very niche market. After, after well, no, wait, and wait, wait, just for people who wreck on their bicycle. Maybe it doesn't <laughs> have to be bicycle. You could just say like X number of days since last wreck. I thought that you were talking about for you specifically. As a thing that is well, I would like a it. large extent, You'll no. But for you, yes. I think that is entertaining. The only way I can get stuff made for me is by uh, tricking uh, you guys into thinking it's a it's a worthwhile product for the company. Which, by the way, I'd like to point out, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Jackass 4.5 yet. Have either of no. you seen yes, it? Yes, I have. Uh, totally. <laughs> for Andrew's blank days without salad creaming is fucking awesome and just an erasable <laughs> marker. Uh, <laughs> fucking, I feel so goddamn vindicated Gavin for the spicy icy there is a bit they do in jackass 4.5 where they all put funnels in their assholes and they pour hot sauce in it so they all like ram hot sauce up their assholes and oh, then Steve has that sauce doesn't he feel yeah it's it's, it, it is totally it's wee man sauce oh. yeah, it's, it's wee man sauce uh and so uh then uh to deal with the pain, Johnny Knoxville hands out uh, popsicles and they all shove popsicles up their ass and they all feel instantly better <laughs> so it worked it absolutely worked but imagine and that's just a popsicle that's just sugar water imagine imagine like the soothing imagine a, a, a soothing milky popsicle 
be way better. It's good for your skin, good for your anal skin. Well, maybe Andrew could try it after he's had all that shampoo held up there, fella. Well, it's, there's no spice. I don't know if you know what a shampoo bottle is. They're not spicy. I've never. Yeah, but it might it spice. might give you irritation. No, I'm, I'm it's probably good. not great to have shampoo in your crap. No, it's definitely not. The clench was not great. It was a serious clench. I would have the things would have broken in that clench. It was like a vice. It's like the scene in fucking casino where they they squeeze the guy's head. That was tight. I could be a Vaughn. A, a Vaughn. Wow. Fuck that up. Never mind. We're just gonna move on. Vond. I said Vaughn <laughs> instead of Bond. You could be a I Bond was, villain. Oh, yeah. A Bond villain. Yeah. So excited to say villain that Vaughn came out instead of Bond, and now we can just move on because it wasn't even that great of a joke to begin with. Well, what no. could you crush? What could you destroy in your ass? Like, st- define what would be the crush. first thing. Uh, just well, <laughs> or destroy. I know what crush means. You don't define <laughs> crush. Define destroy. Uh, it goes in good. It comes out bad. It goes in wreck. <laughs> no, it goes in normal and comes Deep. out wreck. Like imagine a breadstick. Right? You couldn't eat it after you'd crushed it in your ass. So I well, think I that'd be like step one. Okay. I mean, I th- it would still be edible, just you wouldn't want to. What Eric about has a problem with my example. What about like, like you know those, uh, you know those like Christmas poppers where you pull at both ends and, uh, and like a... Oh, I could Do you think you could put one end in your butt and then <laughs> yes, the other no end in way. Gavin's butt and you yes. guys could together like pull it? If, if, <laughs> see, oh, you could do anal tug of war. We could. If we did yeah. ass to ass with Christmas crackers, I am completely convinced that we could we'll pop see, that crack. We'll see who wins the little set of screwdrivers, the paper hat, and the joke. <laughs> Me or Andrew's butt cheeks. <laughs> you win the anal crown. Uh, you, you weren't here for this, Andrew, but this this goes perfectly into anal Olympics. We were talking earlier about shoving shampoo bottles up our butts and then seeing who can walk with them the farthest before you what? drop it. We could be, there could be a whole series of events. Wait, that was a conversation you had b- while you before? were spilling your while you were dropping your. your oh, I bottle. see. I thought you meant earlier in the day that you happened to be talking about no. this anal Olympic premise. Yeah, yeah, no. Anal Gavin Olympic- and I were browsing I Reddit and we were reading threads about yeah anal stuff and. Okay. Know. Yeah. No, I could. Hmm. Well, what else would be an anal event for the anal Olympics? Anal taste test. Been talking about that for years. Anal taste test. Yeah. Well, what does that, is it like you, the person who's most accurate wins? How do you meddle in that? Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you could do like, uh, like you have like a, like you do the, the, the shampoo bottle is a distance thing, but then maybe you have like a bunch of like, I don't know, like little baseballs or something. And you have to like pick up as many as you can and then drop them over in another bucket in the, you have like a minute and whoever can move the most baseballs or <laughs> apples the, whoever really can like move a, the most apples, ooh, ass apples wins. Ass apples are good. Uh, what yeah. I like about the shampoo bottle is it has the length to turn it into a relay race, which I think would be really funny if mm-hmm. you can pass off the anal bottle ass to ass. A hundred percent, hundred percent. We talked about that idea of bobbing for apples at Halloween, which I still want to do. I think it's great. But you could also, you could anal bob for apples. Like stick your butt in a, in a, in a barrel and try to come up with a, with a, with an apple. <laughs> I think it's a tough one to pull off. Well, the Olympics are not for the... It's the best in the world, Andrew. That's fair. And we can... Yeah, this could be great. You have to walk through the anal passage for the opening ceremony. (laughs) This is so stupid. Do you... Do you think you could... Not even could. Do you think you are the best in the world at anything right now? Do I think I'm the best in the world at anything? Almost certainly something. Let me think about something, right? There's got to be one thing you do that nobody else does as well as you. Honor. The confidence. I, was, I thought he was going to say almost certainly not, and he said something. Well, I like one the fact thing. That he thinks he's the best one in the entire thing. world, but can't even pinpoint it. One thing. Well, I just feel statistic. I feel the same, like aliens in outer space. Statistically, probably, I'd assume, a lot of space up there. I can do a lot of things. Things that I can't even think of necessarily off the top of my head. I'm sure I'm the best at one of them. Some strangely specific <laughs> the best thing. Of anyone alive. Yeah. yeah, but like, how do you, could I be super specific in the wording and be like the best at holding a controller in a certain way without realizing it's a technique? Like, how small of an accomplishment are we Right, talking? but like on a Wednesday, if it's cloudy, right? Like, yeah. you can whittle it down to that. But no, I just like something that you do that you think you, like there was a time uh, when I, I, and I know it's not true. I understand it's not true, but there was a time when I felt like I was probably the best Peggle player on earth. Sure. I had Peggle confidence, right? 
there was a time when I considered myself, once again, totally not true, but I had I had machinima confidence and I felt like I was probably the best machinimator on earth, which is a weird thing because I was like, I, maybe I was, but only because nobody else gave a shit to try. Yes. Right. But still, like, there, there's got to be something that Gavin is the very best. Like, he's probably the best high-speed photographer of a certain, th- like, people getting hit in the face with soccer balls. There's probably nobody better <laughs> yeah. at capturing that than Gavin. Uh, you'd really have to narrow it down for Unique you. set of experiences. Be- best high-speed photographer who wears a lab coat while filming. <laughs> <laughs> I, but my confidence is weird. So, like, if I'm looking at a raffle that has not a lot of entrance in it, or like bingo, bingo's a better example. Every bingo game I go into, I have an internal feeling of there's no fucking way I'm going to lose this, even though it's completely out of my control. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. With horse racing, I would never bet on a horse race by myself because I'd have zero confidence in my ability to ever pick mm. a correct horse. And that's like a one in seven or whatever. I just would never believe that I could do it. But you could put me in a raffle of 25,000 and I'd look at it and be like, I've, I'm feeling good about this. Yeah, I don't have, see how I lose. You have bingo confidence. That's a great I, thing to have. Dude, I'm two for two at picking the right box in uh, Survivor Do or Die. Oh, really? Oh, you, yeah. you do that? Oh, I, am, I didn't even consider it. You, you might be the best person in the world at that. <laughs> that's one of my... <laughs> well, well, I made it. the correct one in three... <laughs> <laughs> choice twice <laughs> i love that they added that gimmick and the last shot and the dark so it's like they added two new gimmicks to survivor just to be brief on it that are like whoa somebody could save themselves if they pull a one in six or in a scenario in which you have to open one of three boxes two of them will send you home one will one will keep you safe neither of their twists i felt like worked Nobody has ever been saved by a shot in the dark, and both times they did the three boxes, it's clearly tilted in a way that they want them to be eliminated. They both were just fine. Like, they added these new things, and they had zero impact on how they wanted them to. They were still good moments. So Great moments. This, this has been a phenomenal season. I've loved this season of Survivor. Great season. Who do you want to win? I, this is, like, an interesting thing about this season. There's nobody I really would be upset with if they won. Outside I, yeah, of I like Romeo, and it's not even personal. I just he hasn't. They haven't shown him do a lot. Everybody yeah, else, rice. I'd be fine with. Romeo seems kind of weaselly. I, I I'm not crazy for him, but I, I I agree with you. I like if Jonathan won, that'd be great. I think I want Marianne to win, yes. but I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if like I'd agree. pretty much any of them won. Can I tell you my dream scenario for the finale on Wednesday? So by the time people hear this, they will know if this happened or not. But I've been anticipating this for weeks. I so badly want because the last challenge in Survivor is a fire-making challenge. And whoever wins makes it to the end. Whoever loses goes home. There's no more votes at that point. I so badly want it to be Mike and Jonathan and fire just <laughs> to hear Mike be like, couple of titans going at it. I don't want it any other couple way. Of, like the way. Couple of big guys. <laughs> yeah, the way he compares it. And also the beautiful irony of if Mike the firefighter goes home because of his inability to make fire. I just think it would be so great. His commentary on his matchup and him going uh, home due to his inability to make fire as a firefighter. Wonderful. So that's what I'm hoping. That, is, that, is, that, that would be pretty spectacular. That'd be great. That'd be great TV. I think, I think we should all, well, I hate to give us homework, and you guys can ignore it too because I'm not your <laughs> teacher, but I feel like we should all think about what we're the best in the world at. Maybe, we should, maybe that's an angle I we would should take to. with the podcast. Like, let, let, let's find our, our hidden talents and yes. let's celebrate them, right? Like, Eric's the best in the world at something. Nick is the best in the world at something. So let's, I want to I wanna, I wanna celebrate in that. Let's Eric might be the I'm best in the world at translating how he really feels into a polite email. <laughs> Very, uh, he's pretty good at that. He's pretty Somebody, good. At that. Somebody's got to do it because that's, uh, that's the only way anything's going to get done. I also need to, I, I realize I'm, I can't even say I'm the best high speed photographer who wears a lab coat because a lot of them are used in real labs. So that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I got to think about what I could possibly be the best at. I like that. Maybe next episode we record, we, could, we will submit our beliefs on what we're the best at. If yeah, there are, I mean, if you remember, and, it's and, also, and think yeah. To do it. For sure. I think that'd be it, fun. It, should we could come also up with be like, uh, you guys, like, it could be like when Gavin was supposed to draw a Gerpler. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can, I can contribute to the redemption here, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, of, of course. course. So should we come up with our own things that we think we're best at, or should we come up with us plus both. the other two? I, I think, think both. that's fine. I think both. Yeah. I think both is funny. I want to hear what 
you think I would be the best at. I think that'd be funny. Uh, Not in this moment. Eyes bigger than their stomach confidence. Yeah, you might might be the best person at being confidently wrong in your own abilities on Earth. You're confident in a way that defies physics. (laughs) And reason. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I can't argue that. What if you actually had the most unbreakable nose? I think I do. That's a great, might. a great one to think of. I think my nose is very unbreakable. It's just there's what seven and a half billion people on Earth. Yeah, best nose. Well, okay. We, there have to be some clarifications. I think it has to be some people. I don't know. There's some scenarios in which I may not have the. I think I do, but there's some scenarios I could see. Hey, speaking of the Gerpler. I wasn't able to make the merch meeting the last couple of weeks. Uh, is that still getting made? Yeah, we completely forgot to talk about it. I, I thought about that yesterday. <laughs> it's like that was that was the one thing that we uh, we didn't mention. Are the merch oh. meetings anything like pleasantries or are they just straight to business? They're straight to business. They're straight to business, but There's, it's good business. Yeah. Huh. Okay. They're I will meetings. say Eric almost accidentally ordered you 300 more baseballs, Jeff. That was fun. Oh, my God. I have like I still have. <laughs> I have four boxes of baseballs in my house. We should probably hit those. Yeah, I got them now. You didn't fucking tell us. So I just said, yeah, we need to order those baseballs so we can go hit the baseballs. Well, yeah, but I got them right as I was going out of town, so I, I couldn't have done anything. With the, anyway. And you texted us after you did that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told. so I did tell you. No, yeah. we had to get it out of you. <laughs> but I told you. No, we had to ask you. That's not how this works. But you asked me, and then I told you. No, because I told Mallory we need to order those baseballs, and she went, oh, more? And I said, yeah, so we can hit more. And then it was a whole runaround Mm. of like, oh, no, Jeff has them. Yeah, I do. I do have them. I have the baseballs. So were more ordered on top of the more, or there was just one more? Okay. No, it was close to happening. So I I remembered them being ordered in the last meeting, and I heard the miscommunication between Eric and Mallory, and I was very quiet. I was very quiet. I was, I was excited about the possibility of Eric ordering a whole other set of Jeff. How funny would that be, though? And th- uh, that, would, that would in itself been pretty funny. It would have been funny, but you would have died. You would have literally died. Oh, we, we could have done something different with those balls. We could have come up with something clever and new to do with those balls. I, uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Andrew, I don't think you were there. I think we came up with this idea on the boat when we all went, uh, when we went to Eric's birthday party, his water-adjacent birthday party. Uh, Gavin had the idea that we should make a boot that has a VCK sole on it, just like the logo, and then <laughs> like stand, stand and paint, and then make our own like one-of-a-kind posters where you just like step on, on the poster and it makes I the, like that. It fucking makes yeah, the ri- boot print. Originally, I thought that would be a, a really funny signature if Andrew had to like, kick his signature onto people <laughs> I love onto it. their shirts, but I was like, I'm maybe so we should good. have him kick posters. Yeah, <laughs> just, just be posters. a big gap for you to, to, for you to sign stuff with your boot. Kick post. I don't feel like posters are kickable. I think that's an interesting product that you choose to, to go. You with could just kick. stand. Well, you like hang it on a bit of wood, and then you kick it, and then you take the poster away, and then someone else comes by and puts their poster there, and wham. Yeah. Okay. I like it. This is great. Do you think you could kick five hundred posters? No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh my god! Of course you could. Percent. You couldn't. You don't. Th- I could kick a thousand posters. Of course you could. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Look, we, def- we, we're giving no. it to the guy who rolls his egg every time he sets foot in Austin. And now we're asking oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a lot of baths poses. for you. <laughs> I don't <sighs> know. I couldn't kick 500 without being dead afterward. Like, just everything being sore. No. What if we laid you on a bed and all you had to do was extend your leg? What if, okay, I've got a premise for you. What if we somehow <laughs> made them the conveyor like the the part on a treadmill that goes in a circle and i just run on the treadmill as they rapidly rotate that's a great idea you just need somebody to feed it at the top of the treadmill and then somebody to pull it off at the back we can totally do that oh that's a great idea andrew uh, eric we need a treadmill a bigger did we one did we ever talk we about it to be uh, as long as possible i okay see what i can find i don't thank you <laughs> a failed RTX booth ideas where we're talking about the tea towel. Oh, were they stuff. were they failed? I like those. I, I don't know, know which ones failed. we're doing or not. I think we're gonna do them, aren't we? Are we gonna do them? I don't know. I hope Maybe so. we shouldn't talk about them. We have some RTX ideas for our because you know there'll be a. Uh, uh, I think they've canceled all that because we didn't get back to them in time. Oh well, we're well, gonna we do something. Ideas. I assume uh, at RTX, which is the big Rooster Teeth convention in Austin, Texas, every year. I think it's July first to third this year. 
there will be some sort of an a, a face booth on the show floor, and we had a bunch of clever ideas. Uh, I don't know which one we're going to do. One of them was we were going to have a wall of Ian's and people could come up and draw their own Ian. And then Gavin wanted to make tea towels of them. I, <laughs> I should explain that there's a, that's a, I'm not sure if it's still done. If you let me know if you've just come out of English primary school, if they still do this, <laughs> but they would go around the school and get everyone to draw themselves on a post-it note and then write their name under it. And then they would print the entire school's <laughs> post-it note portraits on a tea towel and give it to the parents. So you'd have like all of the clock, like year two, and it'd be like pieces of shit drawings because they can't draw. And as it goes up in years, like the drawings get a bit better. And I think my tea towel was from when I was in year two. So it's a real piece of shit. But yeah, you'd have everyone, <laughs> you'd have everyone in the school, little self portraits. And it'd be, it'd be amazingly niche to have a, an, an Ian's tea towel. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's a great idea. We talked about recreating Andrew's bedroom on the floor so people could walk around <laughs> it and take pictures yeah. on the on the pillow like mountain and one stuff. One to one scale. <laughs> yeah, we talked about uh, we talked about uh, putting out the the uh, the porta potty and just letting people sign the outside of it, which we could maybe still do. We also talked about like recording like a ninety second episode and then having it play on loop in the porta potty, and you could go in and sit and listen to it for like sixty seconds and get up and let somebody else come sit in. It was Hero. a nightmare for Trevor, who was I suppose being told to get ideas out of us. He would like slack us and we'd come up with ideas. And then the day later, it'd be like, all right, so which idea are we doing? And we would just submit like three brand new three, ideas. Yeah, no one. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to have a big wall. Uh, I wanted to call it the wall of a thousand Ian's. Uh, this is where the tea towel idea came. I, I don't know. They, they kind of fed off each other. But yeah, the tea towel I, I wanted expanded to on that. And it was broken into segment or it's like segmented out into the size of baseball cards, essentially like a grid. And then everybody comes and they draw their own Ian. And then at the end of RTX, I cut up all thousand and I, we have a thousand one of one individual Ian art cards that then I can give away during break shit or like throw it in with extra merch like we did with when we threw cards in with the uh, with the wrist pocket, for instance, which uh, which, by the way, uh, I, I was in Orlando last week at the Anal Passage show. And uh, I know we're not going to talk about Anal Passage, but I was there at the Anal Passage show and uh, three <laughs> people came up to me in bald jack shirts <laughs> and six people had anal passage shirts, which, yes, was more people than had the annual pass shirt uh, of the same <laughs> design. Uh, but the dude who did the the uh, the wrist pocket unboxing. Remember that oh, guy? Yeah. yeah, he was there and I talked to him. He was oh, awesome. awesome. And he brought his wrist pocket. So I got to see it. It was cool. oh, that's so, cool. <laughs> so where was this event? It was in Orlando. But like, was it like a what was the venue? Uh, it was a place called the Vanguard Theater. Oh, OK. It, you know, do you know, um, this isn't going to help for anybody uh, who's not Gavin or for anybody who wasn't at the show, but do you remember the venue in LA when we did H, when we did the H tour this year? Yeah. It was like a, it looked just like that place. Like a bar at the back and all that? Yeah, it felt like the exact same. It felt like I was in the same building. And people would voluntarily wear an anal passage shirt to that. <laughs> there were probably 125 people there, and I would say... Uh, most of them mentioned anal passage to me, but at least, <laughs> at least ten of them were wearing uh, face gear, and I think I, th I think I saw six anal passage shirts. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. I still don't have one. Oh, really? Really? Do you have one? I thought about wearing it. Okay, I'll event, I'll, I'll check into that for you. That's weird. Uh, I never get any of it. I've not we also, merch in months. We also found out that all of the merch goes to RT and is in the mailroom, and Gavin just never goes to check. Yeah, so it's probably like, oh, waiting for you there right. with all the that's other merch. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it is. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I went there, and all of the merch for me was gone. There was like some dregs, but apparently <laughs> all my stuff was taken by someone. Sarah, Sarah Weems was very unhappy about it. Well, that's where somebody... Well, somebody's wearing your anal passage shirt right now, then. <laughs> Somebody in RT. <laughs> uh, I guess we should probably stop talking to each other for another week. Yeah, we're, yeah. Well, we're gone next week, right? We're taking a one week break. So two weeks from now, I believe we'll be back. Not for the audience. Are we not recording next week? Oh, are we well, 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 okay. What well, time out? We, we were going to take this week away and next week for you, Jeff. So the fact I that you don't know is alarming. I'm not out of town next week. I'm no, just, no, we're we're recording next week. Yeah, I don't know what On you're Thursday? talking about. Yeah, we were we were gonna not record this week, but we, instead we moved it to Tuesday. This was the week we were gonna skip. But now I we we're to gonna miss week. two weeks. And that oh, was so we're whole... not doing we're not doing this Thursday. Correct. No. Okay. Yeah, because we're I doing... have to go to a convention. But uh, 
But I was okay. under the impression we were recording as always, as normal on Thursday. Do you need to cancel some plans now, Andrew? Next, next week, regular. Okay. Oh, someone's joined. Uh-oh. Is that Jack? I just want to end this. We have to end the episode. Well, I know. You know now that Jack's here, we'll have him do next time. Uh, this oh, that's time. a great idea. Okay. God, All right. Oh, I mean, since we're going to end it, that's great. Jack, uh, here, hop on and give us our next next week. Next week on F*** Face. All of these assholes are super big assholes. You guys are all assholes. I want you to what do we that. do this time? Uh, well, you, I, I just finished uh, listening to the episode that came out today, yeah, which we was did uh, you guys basically saying that uh, you couldn't, oh, you can't take down the shirt because it's outlived <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the number one shirt of the year. I, I don't think it's that's too successful. <laughs> number <laughs> one shirt of the year. You're welcome, you sons of bitches. Did, there you go. You heard it Thanks, here Jack. first. That's that's Thanks, what's Jack. on next week. <laughs> next week, uh, Andrew doesn't eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of <laughs> Face. Bye. <laughs>